This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hello, chickens. Uh, you won't believe it, but this is Theory 500. I don't know why I have a stupid horn. Oh, I don't actually. That's my hand. I'm doing that noise to my hand. <laughs> it's the, I can't believe it's been 500 theories. Thank God we've got a new episode to talk about. I would hate episode 500 to be me talking about like a reconstructed episode of The Smugglers. So the Smugglers Part 3. Um, <laughs> I mean, I might enjoy that. Who knows? It's got pirates in it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> so let's go to one of my favourite contributors uh, from our last 500 episodes um, or last 499. I mean, technically it's been more than 500 because there's all the bonus ones that you can get on Patreon. There are the... Um, yeah, there's the big Finnish ones on Patreon. Then I did Loki ones for a while and Star Trek ones. So there's been way more than 500. Anyway, this is the 500th one that I've known the number of. <laughs> um, but James, I've absolutely adored. Uh, he's written many, many, many scenes for us. Uh, this isn't one of his scenes, sadly. Uh, it's just what he thinks of Legend of the Sea Devils. Um, this is from the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group. Um, if you want to join, there's a couple of questions to our answer, and uh, they're very easy. <laughs> It's not a hard quiz. Um, so James says, well, that was a story that happened, really. Oh, it sounds disappointing. Uh, lots of sound and fury, etc. Yeah, sound and fury signifying nothing. Um, I, I watched it again today, James, and I've got to say, you know what I think the problem is? Is that, like, even though things happen early, like with the sea devil getting out of his carapace, <laughs> like his weird statue, there's a lot of standing around having a chat 
Um, and fishermen not being able to do their jobs because there's a monster before anything happens and then everything happens. Um, but James go on to, goes on to say, I was very disappointed that the Chinese setting was, despite having a Chinese director, little more than window dressing. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Like we heard all about Madame Ching, who is, you know, this historical character who had like thousands and thousands and thousands of pirates that were under her command, like heaps of ships. Like she had a whole fleet basically. Um, And then she turns up and she's lost everyone and her kids have been stolen. And you're like, well, you're not really the big, big I am that I thought you were going to (laughs) be. Um, so yeah, I, I get that. And also it's like, you know, I mean, I love that we went to two different Chinese, um, you know, historical places, uh, with old mate and his buried treasure. Um, and it's sort I guess it does in a way redress some of the scandalous Chinese, uh, stereotypes in earlier stories from the seventies. Um, but yeah, as you say, James, it was window dressing. I mean, it was beautiful window dressing. Um, I, and the actors went to the trouble of shaving their head so they could have long hair halfway through their head. I, it's, it was a thing. Um, James says, I do appreciate the sea devil's giant Kung Fu move leaping onto its waving ship. Um, yeah, it was a Kung Fu movie leap. Like it was, like it was, although it was silly. Um, Peter with the text messages sent me a hilarious uh, video on Twitter. I think he sent it to me um, where they've inserted the Mario Brothers boing boing noise as he jumps onto the ship. Um, Yeah, I think there was one of those things where the director maybe went, oh, yeah, he'll jump there and he'll land on the ship and that's fine. And then they've seen where the ship is in the special effects and gone, Oh, that looks a bit silly, but we didn't film anything else. So I guess that's what you're doing (laughs) all the way from there up to there. Um, But yeah, uh, James says, still very pretty to look at, which we've all said. Those undersea images were marvellous. Oh, I know when the TARDIS was at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, amazing. Um, The sea devils looked both fabulous and janky, as they should. Yes, it it was amazing. Um, And the Thasman conversation was very good, though Yaz should have told the doctor to pull her head out of her bum. Finally, three cheers for the preview. Hearing Ace's voice in particular was a thrill. I watched Remembrance of the Daleks the other day, so I am fully primed. Oh, my God, I do love that one. How will semi-Cyberman have recovered from being A, turned into a dolly, and B, used as the detonator to destroy an entire planet? He must have very good health insurance. (laughs) James. Oh, my God. Nairi replied to James on Facebook and said, Personally, I'm thinking it's pre-encounter and before those episodes. They haven't happened to him or the Master yet. For once, the Doctor will know what the future holds. That is a great theory, Nairi. I love that. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's some exciting stuff. Uh, speaking of the Sea Devils, uh, Bert said, How long has it been since we last saw them? Was it 35 years? Yeah, I guess maybe. Like, is it 1981? 80. Oh no, it must be 84 because 83, 84 because it was Peter Davison's final series and it was just, it was the first story after the 20th anniversary story being, which was, you know, November 83. Um, so yeah, like nearly 40 years, like 
well, you know, 39 years. Um, but yeah, he says, I was hoping for a bit more than just an occasional blink and nostril flare. <laughs> they still look like actors wearing rubber heads as hats. And I loved it. <laughs> I mean, that's what we love about Doctor Who. We want, <laughs> we want the monsters to look like actors wearing faces on their heads. <laughs> To make them look taller it is it is kind of fun. Um, Tim also on the uh, Adam Richard has a fa- Adam Richard has a Facebook. I can't speak anymore. Adam Richard has a theory Facebook group. Uh, Tim says, uh, "Did anyone else get an orphan fifty five vibe from this?" Oh, interesting. I really wanted to like it, but man, it was all over the place. The story may have been okay, but a little bit of show not tell would have definitely helped. The last five minutes was good though, and of course that trailer was ace. Sorry. Oh, no, you can be forgiven. Ace was in it. Uh, Alyssa replied to Tim saying, it did feel like it was either rushed or a lot had to be cut out. I could have uh, saved the Doctor a whole scene earlier and told her who'd lost the ship. It seemed kind of obvious. (laughs) The trailer, though. Woo! Um, Yeah, motivations kind of seemed all over the place. Like, you know, as, as... I think it was Matt said in his email that, you know, that that, <laughs> that kid's just gone, oh, okay, you killed my dad. I'll join your ship. Um, <laughs> uh, Isabel said, Chibnall just casually killing off a whole village at the start via Sea Devil and then the ship's crew that had to jump overboard. He does seem to be a fan of the collateral damage. <laughs> um, and there's concerned face emoji. I don't know if that's what that one's called. Um, like... Uh, it just pastes the emoji into Google Docs now. In the old days when I would copy an emoji, it would paste the words of what the emoji was. But now, obviously, emojis are so kind of universal. Um, you just get the emoji. And so now I have to interpret. And I don't know if I'm any good at it. Um, I, do you know what's weird about emojis? Is When I was probably a teenager, so maybe in the 80s or early 90s, um, I read this great book by Greg Bear called Eon about this, uh, the people from the future who came back to the present. Um, and they spoke in these weird pictograms, um, like they kind of projected, you know, weird pictograms while they were talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, he predicted emojis. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but, yeah, Chibnall does Isabel kill off people. Uh, that is, like, his scripts are deceptively bleak. Um, like, I don't know if you've watched, uh, like, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, which is a fun romp and all sort of silly stuff is happening. And then you get to the end and you find out, like, how many people have been killed just so one guy can do a little bit of capitalism. Uh, and you're like, whoa, this is uh, this is not okay. Um, Jason said this Doctor Who special is like reliving the Goonies, only this adventure is sinister. I, I don't know. I feel I find the Goonies a little bit sinister. Um, the Goonies, I found out, is one of Jodie Whittaker's favourite movies. Like one of the, you know, they do those terrible online things. <laughs> for the Doctor Who website. Um, and she was saying what her three favourite movies are or what three movies she would take with her on an adventure with the Doctor. It was a confusing, you know, thing. Um, and it was E.T., The Goonies, and Interstellar, 
which I was like, oh, so she is a sci-fi fan. This is good to know. Um, Quinny, uh, hey, Quinny, how's it going? Says, fun, bit disjointed on the actual Sea Devil plot. Felt a bit rushed all around, frustratingly. These are specials. They can take their time and get ev- give everybody a moment. Um, some odd choices of off-screen action. No resolution or explanation on things. But overall fun. The coming soon trailer was hugely exciting, especially seeing some possibilities for more closure from the Flux characters. But I'm just hoping it's long and fulsome enough to do justice to her era. I'd be sad if it feels rushed or undercooked. Yeah, I feel the same. Like, I'm loving Jodie so much. I'll be very sad to see her go. Um, uh, but, yes, thank you, Quinny. Uh, Quinny used to host... Um, and probably still does, actually. I mean, I don't know. It's COVID. Everything's been shut. Um, used to host, like, some movie screenings uh, here in Sydney. Like, I've been to see, I think, like, Akira and Aliens and a whole bunch of things. Um, and, yeah, and Quinny does, like, a little bit of fun chat at the start. Uh, so, yes. Uh, look, there's there are still heaps and heaps and heaps of things for you guys to say. So, let's, let's move on to the next episode. Uh, one more episode this week. And then I'm going to start watching pirate shows. Um, I mean... Our flag means death, which is a great pirate show. But no, I'm going to watch uh, <laughs> the next one. Will be Curse of the Black Spot. If you want to get on ahead for next week, um, <laughs> then uh, I'm going to watch a cartoon with David Tennant. <laughs> Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.